<clears throat> Hello ladies and gentlemen, it's me Daniel Kay, the host of the Daniel Kay's Let's Plays podcast. Oh, I just, oh, god damn it. Ah, I was doing the introduction and I just realised my laptop isn't plugged in. Oh, it's going to run out of batteries if I don't plug it in. So i got to stop what I'm doing, my old bunch of clunking noises while I'm plugging in my laptop cord. Yeah, I'm the host of the Daniel Kay's Let's Plays podcast. Which is uh, the internet's first and favourite audio-only video game Let's Play podcast. Where I play video games just like a YouTuber plays video games, only I'm not a YouTuber, I'm a podcaster. And the video game Let's Plays have no visual component. They are audio files, which you listen to. Which, uh, in the ideal world, you would listen to. I mean, not everybody listens. I can't hold it against everybody. Uh, yeah. I'm going to be playing a brand new game today. Um, I had intended to be playing something completely different, but that idea fell through. I had intended to start a series in which I played a random game which I'd never seen before by hitting a random button on on, on the GameJolt website. But it turns out GameJolt doesn't have a random button, so I can't just click a button and play a game I've never seen before. Um, I wanted it to be like, oh, I'm playing this game no matter what. I'm not choosing it from a list where I like the name of it or the genre of it or whatever. I wanted it to be, just take me to a random thing and I've got to deal with it. You know, I've got to play that game. No matter how amateurish and trashy it is, I'll play I'll play it. Uh, that's not what's going to happen because it turns out Game Jolt doesn't have a take me to a random game button. Like it should. Of course. I did a bunch of Googling, and all I found was a whole bunch of people saying, Hey, Game Jolt, make a random game button, please. And so I've gone on Twitter, and I've added a Game Jolt, and I've said, Hey, Game Jolt, please make a random button for your website. So we'll see how that goes. Maybe the series will start anyway. Maybe I'll be the one who convinces them. Maybe they'll say, Oh, shit, Daniel K's Let's Plays. Fuck, that's the uh, the world's only audio-only video game Let's Play podcast. This guy holds some sway in the podcast world. Us, a video game catering to websites. I mean, yeah, we got the YouTube market down pat. That's where, like, bread and butter to those those Let's Players on the YouTube. But here comes a big player from the world of podcasting. GameJolt.com has no sway in the world of podcasting. Let's pander to his uh, his influential uh, self, person. Let's, let's, let's do what he wants. Let's, let's hope that that's what happens. But until then, I'm going to be playing something completely new and different, which I had intended to play. Which I know what is and what I'm going to be playing. I'm going to be playing another text adventure. It's going to run concurrently to the Zork series. I'm still going to be playing Zork. Don't worry. All you Zork fans out there, hey, don't worry. But I kind of felt a yearning in my body. I thought, Zork, yeah, it's really cool. Oh, it's really old and frustrating. And it's a kind of, I don't know, fighting fantasy, mixed fantasy world environment i'm in a cave i'm going through places what i really want i was thinking to myself what i really want to be playing is some kind of science fiction themed text adventure so i went online and i found a a list of all the best science fiction themed text adventures and there's it sounds like a whole bunch i can try the one i'm going to be trying is one called star cross it's from 1982 question mark hang on let me double check that Starcross, 1982. Uh, Infocom. So it's by the same company who made Zork. It came out just a couple of years after Zork. Although, no, Zork was like in the 70s, wasn't it? 
late 70s. I found that out on the last episode of Zork. Anyway, Starcross, maybe they've ironed out some of the kinks by 1982. I'm hoping it won't be too tough, because I hear those Infocom games get real tough. I'm hoping this one will not be so tough. So I'm just going to go ahead and start it. Uh, I have it here on my computer. Uh, can I have a full screen, please? Yes, I yes I certainly can. All right. <coughs> Starcross, interologic science fiction. So I don't know that much about about Starcross except for that it, like the first half of the sentence which I read said something about I'm on a ship and we're going to intercept a spacecraft coming from a, an area of space which humanity hasn't explored. So that's the kind of premise which makes me goddamn rock hard in my brain. Like, you might have picked up on this, listeners, but I'm a big uh, sci-fi literature fan. I goddamn love me some some Ian M. Banks, some Larry Niven. Oh, Larry Niven, he's a good one. Yes, he is. Uh, some Ursula Le Guin. God, yeah, and some, yeah, I, I, I'm a sucker for some science fiction. And so what I really wanted to be doing in my text adventuring life was uh, exploring some kind of spaceship, some kind of uh, abandoned space station, maybe. That would be cool. Like, oh, it's a big spooky space station. Let's land and see what's in here. And then, oh, spooky corridors. Oh, it's this thing, you know. Oh, oh a derelict alien ship comes into orbit. Let's go and investigate it, and da 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 wow, we make interesting discoveries. Oh, it has a creepy corridor. Oh, it has a weird alien geometry puzzle. Oh, and oh, it's a death trap bang. Oh, you know, sci-fi, fucking rules. Um, should we do a Daniel K's Let's Plays, Daniel K's Let's Recommend segment this early on? I would like to recommend a book. I would like to recommend Ship of Fools... By what's it by? Hang on, let's just walk over to my bookshelf. Let's find Ship of Fools. It's a science fiction, a relatively recent uh, science fiction novel. All my favourite sci-fi novels are like late seventies, early eighties sci-fi. Here we are, Ship of Fools by Richard Paul Rousseau. This is from what two thousand five. Hang on, where are you? Where are you? Publishing information. 2002. No, copyright 2001. Yeah, Ship of Fools. Uh, I don't think it's that well known. I had a hard time finding it. Like, I think I read, I, I read, I read one person's good review of this book, and I was like, oh, I should, I should track it down. I went online and I ordered it. It arrived. I read it while I was on holiday, uh, and I really loved it. Yeah, I really loved it. It's not perfect, but it's the kind of book where. Like, the thing that isn't perfect about it is that it kind of, like, it ends. And it's like, oh, oh, I, I wanted more. I wanted to keep on exploring that world. Why did we have to get sucked out of it? Like, why is the book over now? God damn it. So, from that perspective, I guess I can say it's a really good book. But if it was a perfect book, it would have just kept on going and we would have done more faffing about in the book. Yeah, uh, it's kind of... Yeah, should I give you a brief synopsis, or should we just get on with playing my text adventure? Let's go for the brief synopsis, shall we? It's about uh, a colonial spacecraft, so like a, a, a big sort of city-sized spacecraft which was launched out into space. It was part of a big fleet 
of of humans who are colonizing another world. They, I don't know, I forgot, they terraformed another planet or they found another livable planet and they were sending everyone there. Something went wrong and this one spacecraft uh, just sort of found itself... Like, it, it's it's set several hundred years after something went wrong and nobody who was alive on the spacecraft at the time, nobody knows what went wrong. They're like, oh, yeah, that we were part of this big mission... Some crazy stuff went down and now, you know, we're, we're totally lost. We don't know what's going on. Our grandfather's grandfathers and our grandmother's grandmothers knew what was going on, but we don't. And so they're just adrift in space. And they kind of had all the old, they have all the old technology, but the society has grown backwards and weird um, on this spacecraft. And then suddenly they get a signal and it's the first noise on, on their, like, on their radars, which anybody in the ship's whole lifetime has ever been... No, any, anybody alive on the ship has ever heard. They're like, oh, this has never happened. Like, they've been waiting for the moment for generations, but this is the first, like, signal that they've received. It's like, oh, my God, something's sending a, a signal. Well, maybe we've found humanity again. Uh, but no, listeners, they haven't found humanity. Uh, they found the remnants of a base on a planet. Um, I think... What was it? Yeah, uh, that that was once inhabited by a couple humans, but uh, no, there, there's nothing alive there. All there is is coordinates out in space. And so they follow the coordinates and they get to an abandoned, a gigantic abandoned uh, alien vessel, what they perceive to be an alien vessel because it's like nothing in their history. Uh, and they go aboard and it's like a horrible like maze like a terrible kind of death trap in there full of really confusing corridors and like rooms where things don't make sense. And they go and they go and they get deeper and deeper to the middle of the ship and then they find something inside. Oh, listeners, they find something. And it's like, oh, you know, it's got a really good atmosphere. Um, yeah. Uh, so that's my Daniel K recommends. So you, you read it, you love it. And then you also will be disappointed by it not going on any further when it ends. Uh, but uh, that's the Daniel K recommend segment over. So let's start with the actual Daniel K let's play, shall we? Star Cross. Star Cross. Oh, let me just lean over oh, behind my laptop. Here it is. Here's my drink. Oh my gosh. I've got a very substantial gin and tonic with me, listeners. I do love a gin and tonic. Um, Interlogic Science Fiction Copyright 1982 by Infocom All rights reserved Starcross and Interlogic are trademarks of Infocom Incorporated Release number 17 Serial number 821021 You are sound asleep in your bunk Aboard the deep space black hole prospecting ship Starcross Black hole prospecting Cool That's a future thing that I As a, a, a 21st century human don't know anything about Operating out of Ceres. Just as your sleep becomes deep and comfortable, an alarm bell begins ringing. Ding, ding, ding. It's the mass detector. Instantly you awake. This hasn't been a profitable trip so far. (laughs) And you don't even have the cash for repairs. This could be the break you've been waiting for. Oh, groovy. So am I alone on this ship? Cool. Living quarters. You are in the bunk. This nook is your Spartan living quarters, containing only a bunk and a bureau. The only exit 
is to starboard. Shit, is that left? Start no port port starboard is left. I think starboard's left. Starboard. There is a tape library here outside the bunk. Uh, look at tapes. You don't have the tape library. The alarm bell on the mass detector is ringing stridently. Get tapes. I hope this is not the kind of game where I'm punished for... Uh... Oh, it is. Look, it's counting my moves up there. Score zero, moves one. Living quarters. Okay. Uh... Should I be? Should I read the manual before I start playing this? I had this problem with Zork where there were commands which I didn't realise I had. Nah, fuck it. Let's soldier on. Let's space soldier on. Should I... Can I just get up? Or do I need to go starboard? You are on your own feet again. The alarm bell on the mass detector is ringing stridently. Go... What? S is for starboard? Or will it say S means south? Star... Let's go starboard. Starboard. Go starboard. Bridge. This is the control room of the Starcross. There are exits labelled arbitrarily... Port and starboard, and out. The latter exit has a heavy bulkhead which is closed. So that's, okay, that's out into space, I guess. Your ship's computer does the routine task of navigation and life support. A control couch is mounted before a control panel and a large viewport. The ship's registration is affixed nearby. Your mass detector, essential in the search for black holes, sits to one side. On the detector are a red button, a blue button, and a small screen on which something is displayed. The alarm bell on the mass detector is ringing stridently. Um, so, there are exits labelled port and starboard, arbitrarily. If I go starboard again, will I be in a different area, or will that be going back to my bunk? I think it means... Hmm. Yeah, I guess in space it can't be going like northeast, southwest, but I wish it would just do that, you know, that'd be easier than port and starboard. I think if I go starboard, I'd be in a different area. But let, let's quickly look at the mass detector. Look at mass detector. The display reads Mass UM08. The alarm bell on the mass detector is ringing stridently. Mass UM08. I wonder what that means. Uh, let's go port. Maybe there's a tape which will describe. Uh, oh, let's look out. Look. We've got to look out the viewport, don't we? At viewport. You see the emptiness of space, and the alarm bell on the mass detector is ringing stridently. Okay, let's go port. Living quarters, yeah, there's a tape library here. The alarm bell, so let's get tapes. Taken. Look at tapes. I see nothing special about the tape library. Inventory. Do we have anything which I don't know about? You're carrying a tape library. Library. Okay, cool. Alright. Let's go starboard. If I just go ST. I don't know the word ST. You're going to make me write starboard each time? What about SB? Go SB. Yeah. SB equals starboard. Great. 
bridged. The alarm bell on the mass detector is ringing stridently. An expressionless but nonetheless surly voice issues from the computer. Please turn that alarm off. We'll both have headaches if you don't. So the computer is talking to me. Turn off alarm. The alarm goes silent. Look at computer. I see nothing special about the computer. Talk to computer. The computer says yes. Uh, what is... What did it say? UMO8? I don't have that output. Um, all right. What's to the starboard now? Go SB. Storage. This cubicle is used for storage. The only exit is to port. Hanging on a rack is your space suit. A safety line hangs on the wall. Okay. Let's go port. Bridge. Um, uh, there were two buttons on the mass detector, weren't there? There was a red button and a, a, a blue button. Shall we just start pushing buttons? Uh, push button. It'll give me a choice, right? Which button do you mean? The blue button or the red button? Ooh, let's hit that red button. Red. The alarm's already off. Your ears must be ringing. Oh, that's all right. I'm sorry, game. Uh, push blue button. The mass detector produces some output. Ah, oh, sweet. Uh, look at output. Put, I'm winning the game, listeners. I solved the puzzle. I solved that puzzle. I'm so proud of myself. The output shows major mass concentrations in the vicinity, each with a code designation and the appropriate R, theta and phi, to describe its location relative to yours. I'm not enough of a science fiction nerd to know if R, theta and phi are space coordinate uh, like things in sci-fi or if it's something that was just made up for this game. Okay. Uh, which one's the biggest? Show major mass concentrations in the vicinity. Go to mass concentrations. I don't know the word concentrations. Oh, here we are, back in Zorkland. Um... Each with a code... Hang on, a code designation. Look at code designation. I don't know the word code fudge. I need more booze. Hang on. Go to mass. You must supply a noun. Go to mass. What? Mass is a noun. You, you've been using it as nothing but a, ma- a noun this entire time. Um, uh, give output to computer. You don't have the mass detector output. Yes, I... Oh, I, I didn't get it. Get output. I've, I've made 19... 20 moves now. Yep, taken. Give output to computer. <laughs> the computer says, 
I might be able to take that if you had brought the ex- extensors I asked the extensors I asked for, but no. If you had bought, I might be able to take that if you had bought. Oh, it's talking about hands. Oh, it means like oh, it can't take it from me because it's a computer; it doesn't have hands. Um, so instead of giving the output to the computer, put output in. Computer. I can't do that. Read out put to computer. I don't understand that sentence. Jesus. Aren't you glad I'm not playing Pokemon right now, listeners? Or Gran Turismo? Fun games? I mean, it'll be fun when I get shit done. But for now, just like trying to understand like what would be an everyday task for this character. This character knows exactly what to do. But because it's me, I've just woken up in the body of a space person in a spaceship. I have no idea what to do in this situation. This would be an everyday task for the character. This is a bit of a flaw. Um, maybe I should read the manual. Oh, give it a goddamn second. Listen, oh, I'll find that Starcross manual. All right, Starcross. The challenge was issued eons ago from light years away, and only you can meet it. I'm already learning more about the plot than I want to be learning. I wish it would just tell me the mechanics without filling me in. Take their words for it. Fantastic. Other adventures pale by compare. Okay, testimonials? No, thank you. Uh, we've got log entries. MCS Starcross, 0228... 2186. So the year is 2186. First entry in the new log. Finally got the loans to finance the purchasing of my own mining ship. So this is me, my character speaking. They were a little reluctant about it at first. What with me never having actually found a black hole. That is, well, that is never having found one that didn't already belong to someone else. To put the best light on it. I think the terms were a little steep. After all, I'll pay them back. They didn't have to reserve the right to grow a clone to work for them. For 20 years and a day, bankers are so conservative. I suppose that to be that's to be expected from computers. Oh, I'm not prejudiced. Some of my best friends are programmed. Once I got a loan, I took possession of the Starcross. Are you happy with me reading this backstory, or is this boring to you? Well, it's a bit too... Mm. Yeah, okay, let's keep on going, huh? Um, I wish I could give you, uh, you you people the option to fast forward. If well, you have that option, actually, on your on your uh, on your little thing. So I tell you what, if you don't want to listen to this, if you just want to skip ahead, then no, fuck it. I can't be bothered finding the time code. Just just listen. Once I got a loan, I took possession of Starcross, a sweet little ship, only eight years old. Been on only three previous mining trips. The guy at Wheat City used transportation. The guy at Wheat City used transportation said the previous owner was a nice little old lady who retired after her last trip. She found a 1.5 gigawatt black hole out near Saturn. Of all places, I knew then it was a lucky ship. And now, a ship's log 03042186. Ah, it's American uh, dates. So it's. The 4th of March, whereas before it was the 28th of February. They put the month in front of the day. That doesn't make sense. 
a month shouldn't re- like a, the dates shouldn't read month, day, year. That's bananas. Like no, no, no sane person thinks that that's a good way of doing things. Only, only crazy people do things like that. I only assume that it's like only in in official documentation that Americans do that, like in this user manual. But in real life, you think of it like, oh, day, month, year, day, month, year. You know, like second minute, hour, day, month, year, century, eon, epoch. Everything goes in that order. It's what makes sense. You don't give numbers out of order, do you? No. Is it like anyway? So the fourth of the third. Sometimes I'm describing it in a sane fashion. 2,186. Not too much difficulty getting the ship moved to Crace Spaceport. Of course, the hauler didn't show up on time, but that's what you expect. The ship is well equipped for the money. I kept most of the program modules in the ship's computer and updated only a few of them. I got the interior in, in, inertial guidance overhauled and checked out the mass detector myself. I wish I could afford the I.O. options to have a fully integrated system. Blast off tomorrow! Fifth uh, of the third in, in insane parlance. Insane parlance, not in insane parlance. I know I said in, in insane parlance. That's only because I stuttered. I didn't mean insane. I meant insane parlance. Got underway a little late due to a problem in the fuel tanks. I spent the time stocking up on new entertainment tapes. Some really nice ones too, but kind of expensive. So much time prospecting is spent waiting for something to happen, you see. Okay, the 28th of the 3rd. Listeners, the 28th of March, 2186. The 28th of March is my birthday, listeners. Underway less than four weeks now. I'm about to go crazy. First, the entertainment tapes were mislabeled. It's all highbrow stuff like operas and lectures. Leather goddesses of phobes was really something about the history of the Terran Union. What a rip-off. I suppose I can always talk to the computer. I can't stand those tapes. I'll save them for later in the voyage when I'm really desperate. I'll play games with the computer to keep amused that way. Until this point, I was thinking... Ah, oh, yeah, never mind. Um... The 2nd of the 4th, 2186. I'm tempted to dismantle the computer. First, instead of a smooth, chummy voice, it sounds like a uranium recycler that's dropped a critical mass on its grasping extension. Well, maybe it's not that bad, but it really slurry is. Insubordinate, too. I tried playing chess with it, but it was too good and made lots of nasty comments about my pawn structure. So I told it to play on an easier level and it refused. It said it was boring enough playing a human without giving away the game. This is not that great, what I'm reading to you now. Anyway, 15th of the 4th. Possible black hole today. The mass detector went off. The alarm is really loud and practically sent me through the bulkhead. Even the computer complained about it, but you can't turn it down. Anyway, it looks like a big mess. <laughs> looks like a big mess. A really big mess. My name is Cowboy Kim. Cowboy Kim, my I am a lucky cowboy. I'm with a mission. A boy with a gun. I got a picture in my pocket of the lucky one. Yeah, you know, I'm a big mess. 
Yeah, really big mess. Oh, me, stop. I'm a really big mess and a big mess. Do 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 do. Big mess. Do 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 do. Yeah, yeah. Really mixed up. Big mess. Do do do. Anyway, it looks like a really big mass at a good area too near the trailing Trojan point of Jupiter. Hasn't been prospected out yet. And there's always something new there, thanks to Jupe's big mass. Off we go. Thanks to Jupe's big mass. Fuck. I'm playing as a dickhead. Ah, oh, 16th of the 4th. So a day later. Turns out it was just a Nikolai, an asteroid. It was a pretty big one, but with Asian steel mining at full capacity, there's no room for the little guy. Fuck. Their margin is tiny per ton. They can bring back really big chunks. In fact, when I got closer to the asteroid, I discovered it has an Asian steel transporter on it already. The computer said it knew it was Nikolai all along, but I think it was just putting on airs. 12th of the 5th, a month later. Another false alarm. This one was Nikolai too. 23rd of the 5th. Uh, finally beat the computer at chess! A really neat combination too! Oh, what a poor sport! It says I cheated and it won't talk to me anymore. That's like... You can't... You can't beat a computer at chess. No one can. 29th of the 5th. Computer's still not talking to me. Beyond accepting routine ship commands. Even then it sounds particularly sullen. In the meantime, I have invented 11 new forms of 5-suit solitaire. Unfortunately, I haven't won any of them yet. Da-da-da-da-da-da. 30th of the 5th, another asteroid. This one's mostly uranium. Gives a big blip on the mass detector, so it's so heavy. Probably out to market for removal. Probably order market for removal. The patrol will be pleased, even if the reward isn't commensurate. I could try smuggling it to the Ganymede insurgents. Fuck me. But the penalty for being caught with unlicensed uranium is 20 years on an organ farm. <laughs> I prefer to have my original kidneys until they wear out. Thank you. 20 years on an organ farm is actually a funny idea. Just the idea that you're strapped down and have your organs taken out for 20 years. Um, But why on earth would I consider transporting uranium to an insurgent group? I guess I'm like a um, devil may care uh, wannabe Han Solo. Okay, the 11th of the 6th. So, uh, a week and a bit later. Micrometeorite pierced the hull today. It was pretty exciting. I fixed it like a pro. I had to put on my suit. <laughs> and I got out the patch kit and patched the bulkhead. The hole was almost big enough to put my finger in. The patch looks like a big water chewing gum, but it gets really hard. Happy to report that after I repressurized, the computer started talking to me again. Mostly insults. But it's better than nothing. There should have been... That should have been... When I looked around in those rooms, there should have been like a wad of stuff on the wall. Okay, 23rd of the 6th, like two weeks later. I found a black hole for real today! Unfortunately, someone else's transponder started up about two hours ago. Now he's warning me off. In no uncertain terms. That does it. I'm going to try something really different. Too many prospectors around here. Nobody prospects in the inner system anymore. But I will. And my luck is going to change. In towards Mars. Ah, and now the instruction manual starts. The year is 2186. Humanity has established colonies on the moon, Mars, and several several of the larger asteroids. You're not going to find a black hole next to Mars if there's human colonies on it. Surely that would just mess the place up. Don't you reckon? I mean, I know basically nothing about black holes. But I know they're a big deal. They're a big deal. 
Um, Earth's sky is dotted with space habitats, and the spaceways are always busy. As usual, there is the urgent need for energy to power this advanced civilization. One of the primary sources of that energy is quantum black holes. In Starcross, you're a miner of black holes, securing the asteroid belts in your one-man survey ship. Finding and harnessing a single black hole can make a person's fortune. I just realized it's it's not it's not quite so crazy. Like I reacted like that was insane, but I guess if he's talking about I thought he was outside the solar system looking for black holes just then. I say he because he had pornographic tapes which he wanted. Was it leather dominatrices of Phobies four or whatever? I can't imagine even a lesbian like buying buying such trash. Um so I imagine my character is male. Uh, the, what was I saying? Yeah, I was picturing him trying to look for these black holes and failing outside the solar system. But I guess if he was inside the solar system, just further away from the center, and then he decides, oh, actually, I'll just look a little closer to, you know, colonized systems. I'll look around Mars. That's like more of a sane thing. But it seems kind of crazy to me that they're looking for black holes within the solar system anyway. Maybe it's like, you know... And, like, wouldn't you go... Hey, the planets are all on a plane, aren't they? They're basically on a plane. Isn't that right? Or is it like... You know, is it like Earth rotates around flat horizontally and then, like, I don't know, Jupiter goes... No, they're all on the same plane, aren't they? So, why are they... Are they specifically looking around planets for black holes? Maybe I've misunderstood this. Maybe I'm thinking about this too much. Let's just keep on reading, shall we? In Starcross, blah, 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 blah. In Starcross, you're a miner of black holes, scouring the asteroid belt in your one-man survey ship. Yeah, cool, one man. I'm glad I don't have any crew to deal with. That's good. Finding and harnessing a single black hole can make a person's fortune. It is a lonely business, fraught with the known and unknown hazards of space. You're equipped. You ha- you have equipped your ship, the MCS Starcross, with the best gear you could afford. You've put everything into this venture, and though we've tried, you've tried before. You somehow sense that this time will be different. Sip of sip of booze, listeners. Okay, here we go. The ship's computer handles the functions of navigation and routine maintenance. You watch the sophisticated mass detector as it. It unceasingly scans the vicinity for uncharted masses. To assuage the tedium of your long trip, you browse through some compact tape library, a compendium of human knowledge and culture, but the drone of the ship gradually lulls you into a deep sleep. I thought this was an instruction manual. This is not instructions. This is more. This should have been in the diary entries that were appearing before. As you sleep, you dream of the riches which would be yours if your search for a quantum black hole is successful. Little do you suspect that the alarm in your mass detector is about to jolt you out of your dream. But not to grapple with the long-sought black hole, your quest has taken... No, don't tell me! Don't tell me! I'm skipping. Table of contents. Overview. What is interactive fiction? Moving around. Turns and scoring. So that's on page five. Let's go there. Tips for novices is before page five. I'm not even on numbers yet. Oh, it doesn't have headings. Okay, I'll just read it. Uh, The overview. Interactive fiction. Do you want to go? 
When you begin your adventure, it's a good idea to become familiar with your surroundings by exploring every location and reading each description carefully. You may notice that Starcross occasionally refers to a location as a room, even if you aren't outdoors. As you explore the alien ship, fuck you, Manual, you should make a map of the geography. An important elephant of- oh, fuck me, Dad. Yeah. An important elephant of interactive fiction is puzzle solving. You should think of a locked door or a ferocious beast not as a permanent obstacle, but as merely a puzzle. To measure your progress, Starcross keeps a track of your score. You'll get points for solving puzzles, acquiring treasures, performing certain actions, and visiting certain locations. There's also a penalty for being killed. Goddamn. Tips for novices. Blah, 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 blah. Six, you may find it helpful to explore Starcross with another person. This is just the Zorp, Zorp tips again. You can order it. Blah, 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 blah. Starcross recognizes your words by the first six letters. Blah, blah, blah. What the fuck? Listen to this. Starcross recognizes your words by the first six letters, and all subsequent letters are ignored, and therefore, spacesuit, spaceship, and space sickness would all be treated as the same word by Starcross. Don't tell me how flawed your game is. Uh, to move around, just type the desired direction. North, south, east, west, or N-S-E-W. On board ships, you can use for, or aft, port, or P, and starboard, S-B. Uh, N-S-E-W will also work. Oh, okay, cool. So I don't need to, I can just go when it says, yeah. Cool. Great up and down will work in certain places as well in and out. Um, yeah, okay, cool. Yada yada yada. There are only two kinds of questions. This is not helping me at all. Oh fuck, I just read the whole point of the game. And then summed up in one sentence. Appendix A, the quick reference guide. The objective of Starcross is to locate, enter, and then learn to control a gigantic alien spacecraft. I would rather have found that out organically through the game. Okay. So this manual gave me zero information. Nothing. Nothing at all. And I've been going, I've been reading for so long that I've forgotten what, what puzzle stumped me so much. I can only imagine that I fast forwarded through all that for you listeners because it turns out that there was absolutely nothing interesting. Uh, so we got the computer output. No, the mass detector output. I tried to give it to the computer. The computer won't take it. I tried to put it in the computer. The computer won't do that. It doesn't know what the words, well, here we are. Read output to computer. I don't understand that sentence. Okay. Uh, computer. I've tried this, haven't I? I'm just going to look around. Okay. Bridge. This is the control room of the Starcross. Blah, blah, blah. Your ship's computer does the routine tasks. Blah, blah, blah. A control couch is mounted before a control panel. Sit on... Couch. This will solve the puzzle. You are now in the couch. The couch has a seat belt which is currently unfastened. A fasten seat belt. Click. Okay. If I go back up and look at the bridge. Uh, a control couch is mounted before a control panel. Oh, a control panel. And a large viewport. The ship's registration is affixed nearby. Use controls. Controls? I don't know the word use. You don't know the word use? Yes, you do. Uh, Look at control panel. You can't see any control panel here. The couch is mounted before a control panel. It says it right there in blue and white. A control couch is mounted before a control panel. Now I'm sitting on the couch. Look at control panel. You can't see any control panel here. All right. Get up. (laughs) You must unfasten your seatbelt. Unfasten seatbelt. Imagine how dumb this guy looks. 
in his goddamn spacecraft. Going, what, what do I do? What do I do? Okay, unfasten seatbelt. Click. Get up. You are on your own feet again. Look at control panel. You can't see any control panel here. It's listed in the things which are in the room. And now I've, t- I've typed so much I can't see the room description again. Look around. A control couch is mounted before a control panel and a large viewport. The ship's registration is affixed nearby. Your mass detector, essentially in the search for black holes, sits to one side. On the detector are a red button, a blue button, and a small screen on which something is displayed. Oh. Look at screen. The display reads Mass UM24. Go to Mass UM24. You should supply a direction. Mass UM24. <coughs> Editor's note Eagle eared listeners will notice that the output number is different. And that's because when. I went to open the manual, my DOS emulator crashed. I had to start the game again and play up to this point. And yeah, I think the output number is just random each time you play. So yeah, it's it's different. A different number. And we've all just got to deal with that, there's, there's nothing any of us can do about it. Um, back to the game. Okay, what is mass UM24? I don't know the word UM24. Ah, oh, that's 20... I, I miss... I miss... I typoed it. What is mass UM24? It's still here on the output. That's not what I asked... Inventory. A mass detector output, a tape library. Look at, uh, let's say, read output. Read output. The output shows a major mass concentration. Oh, this again, yeah, in the vicinity, each with a code designation and the appropriate R, theta, phi to describe its location relative to yours. So it's obvious what I need to do. I need to go to the mass concentrations. But it's not obvious how I do that. Computer. I can't find a verb in that sentence. Fuck. Talk to computer. Yes? Help. I don't know the word help. Computer. Help. I don't know the word help. Uh. Computer. Pilot. Ship. I don't know the word pilot. You don't know the word pilot. Computer. Navigator. I can't find a verb in that sentence. Fuck me dead, listeners. This entire this entire episode is going to need to be sped up, isn't it? It's all just bullshit. I don't know what I'm doing. This game sucks! Ugh. Okay. Um, inventory. 
a tape library. Read tapes. How can I read a tape library? I don't know what the fuck a tape library is. How have you been reading the tape library anyway? Uh, go what? Go port. Living quarters. Go to sleep. I don't know the word sleep. Get in bed. You are now in the bunk. Sleep. You don't know the word sleep, of course. You just told me. Fucking hell. Ah, oh, fuck it. Go uh, starboard. You must get up first. Get up. Go starboard. Go starboard. This cubicle is used for storage. It's the only exit is to ports. Hanging on a rack is your spacesuit. Get in space suit. You are now wearing the spacesuit, breathing internal oxygen. Go port bridge. Uh, go out. The inner door is closed. Open door. Fuck it. The inner door opens. The inner door. Go out. This is the airlock of the Star Cross. The inner door is open and the outer door is closed. Neither door has a viewport. Close inner door. The inner door closes. Open outer door. I should be doing this without the spacesuit because I fucking hate this character in this game. The outer door opens and air rushes out of the airlock. Outside the airlock is deep space. Besides the airlock is a safety hook to prevent you from drifting away into space. Uh, Go out. Outside ship. You are floating outside the star cross. The airlock door is open. There is a hook next to the airlock. This is deep space outside the plane of the ecliptic and far beyond the orbit of Earth. The sun seems small but still intolerably bright to look at directly. You see the emptiness of space. You have left the star cross in deep space without a safety line. A good way to drift into space and eventually run out of air. In fact, this is exactly what has happened to you. You've died. Score negative (laughs) ten! Listeners, this game has frustrated me. Yep, this game's frustrated me. It shouldn't be this hard. Like, to know what to do. Maybe I'm just a big baby. Ah, am I even going to release this? God, it's been... Okay, look, I'm really sorry. I'll publish this episode as is, right? If you guys get excited about it, And you want me to keep on playing more of this shit game. (laughs) Let me know on social media. Otherwise, I'll just go back to Zork. I'm probably going to go back to Zork. So, yeah, that's it. Have a good night, evening, morning, day. Uh, Thank you for listening to the Daniel K's Let's Plays. This has been an attempt. This has been a misfire. Uh, I I really don't feel like this has been fun or good. I don't feel like this has been fun or good. Uh, listeners, yeah. Thank you for sitting through this, and I'll see you next time I play a better game than Starcross to be playing. Bye, everyone. See ya. (laughs) 